0: the party, Richter!
1: Welcome to See what the Party, Richter. My name is Aaron Freskis, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Joseph B. Castro. Hello, cutie
2: pies.
1: And Chris Chapman. How's it going? And uh, this episode, this... Uh, and t- today... <laughs> and today we are going to uh, be doing a pre-watch for... Arnold's 1988 movie comedy, obviously vehicle. Yeah, just yeah vehicle. Sorry, <laughs> vehicle. Uh, Twins, starring also starring Danny DeVito. Is it a vehicle? Vehicle. Well, he does drive a vehicle. It's a, it's a side.
3: A, it's like a tipsy it's like mostly vehicle. about a car. Yeah,
2: he he, he drives yeah. a 88 red Mustang convertible, and my mom used to have that car, and I want to get that car someday.
4: Wait,
1: did he? <laughs> st- he that was stolen, right? Probably. Yeah, your mom's, yeah. I mean.
2: Oh no. No, my mom gave it to my uh, <laughs> uncle.
1: I was thinking today because I—I was thinking you about met
2: him. we he used to he lived with us for a while in like a long when I was time like ago. a senior. I'm sure
1: he did. Yeah. So does I, he have a shaved head? Yeah. Probably because he was bald. Okay. Like shaved it. <laughs> There's a bit to have about getting beat up, uh, but. It was something about bald guys, and it was like I I can see how like a completely bald guy would be. But well, we will get to the movie in a second. But I can see <laughs> how the completely bald guy would be <laughs> threatening. Mm-hmm. But then like, it only works with bald, not balding, because balding isn't threatening.
4: Nope.
1: Because mm-hmm. I'm like yeah, yeah, they're like the Larry David cut. Like fucking uh, which one is? Is it Mo? That that's from the Three Stooges? No, no, no. It's. Uh, Larry. Actually, I never remember Larry. Larry? Is Larry. The one with the uh, with uh cul de sac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> Larry. Um but I'm sure that's someone else's bit like that I just said, but uh yeah. that
2: today. <laughs> I mean, none of my jokes are original. I just steal them from places and hope nobody knows. So
3: mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's how we all work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh twins. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> We've all seen this, obviously.
3: Yeah. Definitely. That is correct.
1: What are you guys' uh, thoughts on it before this pre-watch? Looking forward to watching it.
3: I'm always looking forward to watching Twins. Like I, I probably hadn't seen it in like ten years until like two years ago. Okay. So yeah, and then I, I watched it and I was like, man, this is a good movie.
1: Did you watch this when you were little? Because I know, like, uh, you're, so you're so uh, Chris is sorry. Real quick, Chris is six years younger than us, and he was always six on to TV. seven. Yeah. It was always on t v when we were when we were kids, mm-hmm. yes, but was it, it was. still always on t v when you were younger?
3: Yeah, it was on t v quite a bit. I caught it on cable. I only really remember the middle section from when I was small. I don't think I really ever saw the beginning or the end. It was a lot of them just going on the road trip. And them going to that uh, compound thing where their mom lives.
1: Yeah, so you basically just thought it was like a road trip movie about. I just thought it was like a
3: fun family <laughs> comedy. I didn't know anything about like the crime or anything like. Like I got that Danny DeVito was a little bit of a sleazeball, but I didn't think he was a fucking criminal. Criminal. Oh,
1: you mean in the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about what about you? Just watch um, this when you're little, right?
2: Yeah, I. You know, we didn't really have cable. Probably when it was on all the time. And I had seen it, but I hadn't seen it probably for like 20 some odd years up until a few years ago. And what I remembered for some odd reason was like they were just. okay. well, that's kind of the plot of the movie. I was going to say there's just two dudes in the world and they meet up. But I meant like, you know, Danny DeVito lives in L.A. and Arnold lives in like, you know, San Diego or some shit. You know, I, I completely forgot the part of like Arnold was like isolated and like on this island like basically like hercules on that island (laughs) yeah (laughs) i had forgotten all about that part but uh yeah it was i mean it's just delightful like it's uh it's match made in match made in heaven those two you know yeah like they they got Mm -hmm. the the comedy chops down Mm -hmm. they're obviously like you know the premise of it is you've got arnold who's gigantic and buff and you got Danny DeVito, who <laughs>
1: it's, is not either of those things. He gets, uh, he gets all the crap. Yeah. <laughs> from the...
2: And DeVito is just such a good sleaze ball too. Plays a good sleaze ball. I don't know if he is in real life. Uh, but, I don't know. It was just... It's just good. It's just classic.
1: It's a perfect pairing. I always remember Kelly Preston from this. Yeah. Because...
3: Um, <laughs> As has been mentioned her. several times. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I
1: mean...
2: According to our Patreon, not a lot of people have heard that episode. So, um,
3: Oh, really? Was it yeah. only on that episode? I thought he's been talking about it nonstop for the last like year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my
1: love of Kelly Preston? Yeah. Possibly. I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, I, the way she says, which I think I mentioned before, the way she says, the pillows are lumpy. I don't know. Just <laughs> every time said, I'm Like, Why is she saying it See, like I'm that? Gonna have
3: to, I'm going to have to like watch for that this time because I don't remember it being weird at all. You'll notice like, it's right before they, But, um, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I was probably focused on other things at the time.
1: This was a this was a like a like when I'm sick movie because that's how Kindergarten Cop is too. This one was one of them mm-hmm. too. This one was I didn't watch this one as often though because Kindergarten Cop was on all the time. Yeah. But I think I was that came out what two years later, and I was, I'm sure this one was on all the time. But I was what six or seven, and that one I was like nine,
3: or eight, mm-hmm. eight. Probably when it was on all the time on TV, but yeah, I think it'll be refreshing to watch this movie right after Hercules because it's like going from probably his worst performance to I think what is in my opinion probably his best comedic performance in this yeah, movie. Yeah, uh, and playing a very similar character. Yeah, it I is a it very is. similar character. Where he's kind of where he's kind of naive and fish out of water. Yeah. Well, that,
1: that's which I think I said on the last one, which was he seems like. Twins would like if he had the acting chops for twins in Hercules. I mean, the movies probably oh, yeah. still would have sucked
3: but like yeah. it wouldn't have been great, but he would have played off his uh, co-stars a whole lot better.
1: Yeah, but uh yeah, I guess it is his best comedic performance because this is his only one, isn't it? This like, is only probably
3: his only pure comedic performance because like even in kindergarten cop, he's the straight man. Oh, never mind. We're forgetting about Junior. Sorry. Well, he's still the straight man in Junior. <laughs>
1: Until he is gets he really? pregnant, I, and then he's like, oh, I, "I've got." Hormones. I know nothing <laughs> about Junior.
3: I I remember him screaming a lot in Junior. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: like I think this is only like his only where he's not the straight man. Because I, would you call Danny DeVito the straight man in this?
3: Yeah, um, I think so. He's the one rolling it, rolling his eyes at all of like the shit that Arnold doesn't understand, and like, I
2: don't know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you know that I don't know shit about comedy so i don't know why you're asking me but you know what that is yeah it's somebody who's not gay right yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> no Danny but that DeVito was one of, like, clearly the
3: straight one <laughs> yeah
2: someone that one of them being kelly preston um but uh like one of the great things about seinfeld was like usually you had these uh sitcoms where like you know Whatever fucking Steve Hightower show or whatever fucking jabroni. And that guy was like the comedy guy. But Seinfeld, Seinfeld was like the straight man. And the other people were the.
1: Yeah. Like the wacky. The wacky. Yeah. Not I can't, straight I can't remember what the. Uh, the Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Wait. The comic relief. When you say Steve Hightower show, are you talking about
3: the Steve Harvey? Steve show? Harvey. Yeah. Well, it was oh, okay. Steve Harvey. His name yeah is he, in the Hightower. in the show yeah. his name is Mr. Hightower yeah 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 okay yeah, Steve Hart. Yeah.
2: but I mean uh wh- what other shows did that Cosby Show they were the Huxtables uh the Wayans brothers show they were the Williams or something were they yeah, yeah there was I like a uh, so. Jamie Foxx show I think it was uh Jamie Rocks something like that yeah <laughs> there was like a there was a era of black sitcoms in the late eighties early nineties where you named it after Martin. the comedian I'm curious what his name was in mm-hmm. that now. Oh, it was Steve also.
1: His name was Steve in, in the <laughs> show Martin. <laughs> um, His yeah. name was Martin Payne. I just looked yeah. it up.
2: <laughs> but that that wasn't the Martin Lawrence show. But oh, yeah. Okay, Wayne's yeah. Brothers, Steve Harvey show. They all had the name of the main actor, but the character had a different name, which is really weird when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Williams. Man, how do you remember that? Because you- I watched a lot of that shit like on wb or i mean i can probably sing the whole
3: fucking uh We're wayne's brothers, brothers yeah i remember right. wayne's brothers was on all the fucking time
1: anyway okay i guess that's it right yeah i'm
3: pretty sure that's it yeah i don't think so, there's uh, much else to
1: say
2: stick around and we'll uh come back for some uh, <laughs> production notes and we'll see you then so see you in a second don't touch that dial <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: no what
5: what's the matter this bed is lumpy
3: <laughs> ah, you rubes! You probably wouldn't watch the movie like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> losers. In the, now, <laughs> in that in that ten seconds, <laughs> yeah, uh, we didn't actually watch the movie yet. We're gonna watch the movie very soon, but uh, we are changing up the format just a little bit. So we are gonna go through this pre production, or we're gonna go through this production stuff right now. With you, and uh, we will be joined next week by a special guest when we do the movie summary. Uh, anyway, I'm going to hand it off to Aaron right now, who is going to take us through all this production stuff. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, start it. Where? Yep. Anyway,
1: so okay, so the movie <laughs> was directed. Sorry, <laughs> the movie was directed by Ivan Reitman, who also directed the first two Ghostbuster movies, as well as Meatballs and Stripes, which both starred Bill Murray. Although I haven't seen either of those. Have either of you seen either of those?
3: I saw I watched Stripes for the first time like a, a year or two ago.
1: Is it any good? Because I feel like those are it's, like movies it's that were like, like super funny at the time, but probably didn't hold up too well.
3: It's fine. It's very like formulaic, and its, uh, it's like story. the way the story. Progresses. It's, it's like yeah, if if you like watching Bill Murray do Bill Murray stuff, it's it's great. It's like Ghostbusters, but he's in more of the movie. But, okay, uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not amazing.
1: By the way, I also prefer uh, Ghostbusters. Do you guys prefer Ghostbusters 1 or 2 cuz I'm two, but it's mostly cuz I've seen it way more times. <laughs>
3: yeah. I know when I was young it was definitely 2 cuz that's the one that was on TV all the time. Yes, but one? I, I think it, I think it's 1 now. I Joe? haven't. I
2: it's been way too long since I've seen them so I can't give a accurate. Um, okay, I'm going
3: to I'm going to count that
1: as 2. So Joe's in my
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently two's bad. I I guess I don't it's know. It's not
3: anyway. that bad. It's it's people. fine. I like yeah.
1: I like Vigo. Vigo. Anyway. <laughs> uh so he also directed two other uh, Schwarzenegger movies. Anyone want to take a guess what they are? Or know what they are? Junior and right, Kindergarten Cup. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> uh he that the movie the actually has what was that? So that was just a guess. So. That was a good guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, the movie yeah. has four different well, I mean, I guess you would be like, Terminator 2? I don't know what else he yeah. would have directed. Maybe, maybe yeah. Jing All the Way, except we already did that one. Sabotage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the movie screams, actually right, man? <laughs> The movie has uh, four different writers, uh, William Davies, William Os- Osborne, Timothy Harris, and Herschel Weingrod. Uh, in between them, they've written such classics as Trading Places, Falling Down with Michael Douglas... And stop or my mom will shoot with Estelle Getty. Nice. So, the movie's called tra- or, uh, Falling Down with Michael Douglas? Yeah, that's what oh. it's called. <laughs> that's fun. So, it's just him like knocking people over because he's drunk. <laughs> uh,
4: just <so> slip- I... <laughs> slipping on ice. <laughs> oh, God <damn> it, Motherfucker. <laughs> it,
1: well, it, it kind of looks like that There are two sets of writing partners, like those four guys, oh, because okay. they have a lot of the same credits. So, I guess. Uh William Davies and William Osborne, who were the ones that wrote stop uh the Stop Or My Mama Stop or My Mom Will Shoot Credit, which is supposed to be horrible, I guess.
3: That's what I've heard.
1: Yeah. But I've only uh, ever seen st- the cover. Stallone, yeah. But uh they sold the story idea to Ivan I st- they sold the story idea to to Ivan Reitman. I'm just gonna let that go, <laughs> who then brought in actual good writers, Timothy Harris and Herschel <laughs> Weingrad, uh that he worked on trading places with. And those two also wrote *Kindergarten Cop* and *Space Jam*, so I'm like, man, these guys are. Well, they they have it's hit and miss with all their stuff, yeah. but that, I can think that's how comedy writing works.
2: It's a good
3: average. Yeah, yeah.
1: So a uh,
2: little pro tip: um, if you're trying to figure out how the fuck a movie got written, if it's like, like for example, we got four people here, it'll be like, you know, Joe Blow and Steve Blow, but like an ampersand, and it'll say and and d. And then it'll be like whatever and whatever, ampersand. So, two guys wrote it originally, and then two other guys wrote it after that because the ands are different. Well, they're sense. they're
1: credit. Yeah, they're credited with story. So it says story by, and then I think it says written uh, by. That's that's IMDb though.
2: All right, well, whatever.
1: Yeah, which one? what are you talking about? Like on oh, like are you talking just about, like uh, any movie
2: if it gets like rewritten? Like if if Chris and I wrote something, it'll say written by. Joe, Ampersand, Chris, and then if somebody else, if you and uh, Wally, the dog, went and rewrote it, it'd be like, written by <laughs> Joe, Ampersam, Chris, A-N-D, Aaron, Ampersand, huh. Wally.
3: Or uh, the oh, Ampersand okay. or the okay. and so, might be vice, So there's like might be reversed. Oh, yeah, yeah. So
1: like the way the group's together. I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Got it. Uh, I guess there was also a writer's strike that was about to happen while they were working on the script, but Ivan Reimann ended up working on a deal with the w- WGA, which... Hmm. It's cool. I don't know. I think people just like that guy.
3: Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: but uh according to IMDb, the movie had a production budget of 15 million, but I also found three different claimed budgets. So the one on Wikipedia Wikipedia is listed as 18 million, but that was according to Arnold on a podcast. So hmm. Hmm. There was also one on afi.com, which is American Film Institute, I think, not yeah. The band. Because um, I think that's AFI.net. Because I remember that. I'm like, why is it.net? And then you go on AFI.com and you're like, what this? what is this shit? <laughs> that was when I was like 18, by the way. Yeah. But anyway, listed at uh, 14 million. So I'm going to go with like 15 million because it's like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. But anyway, according to AFI, the band, it premiered December 5th <laughs> at the Kennedy Center in DC as a benefit for the Special Olympics. And then it had its official premiere December 8th in Hollywood. So it opened number 1 at the box office with 11.2 million and stayed at number 1 for the next couple of weeks until it was taken over by Rain Man which was a good movie. Yeah. It huh. yeah, de- def that de- definitely a good movie. But uh <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. It was an excellent movie. <laughs> uh, but by the way the top 10 when the movie premiered were pretty awesome at, at the time and like most of them are classics. So it went Twins the Naked Gun, Scrooge, Tequila Sunrise, which I had to look up, but it stars Mel Gibson and Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, then and Kurt Russell, and then I was all of th- say, Have you seen that?
3: Like a long, t- like when I was, it was it was on cable for like a five year period when I was like in my preteens or something. I does it know. have? I don't know what it, it was on all the time.
1: Does it have nudity in it? A, a little bit. Oh, nice. Is it, like,
3: like, well, I was watching on cable, so I didn't really get any. But oh, like, okay. I, you, you, could tell so, that they were they were cutting around love scenes.
1: Oh, okay. Because I remember there was this one time when I was like six, which just popped in my head right now. When <laughs> I was around a bunch of my uh, cousins, and it was late at night, and this scene popped on. I don't know what it was, but it was boobs, and I was like, oh, this is great. I don't know what, what's going on down <laughs> there. <laughs> With, <laughs> just felt weird down there. Anyway, so then you had Oliver <laughs> and tell Company. You
3: how I, Hold on! Did I ever tell you how I snitched on an entire birthday party one time? What? Because we were we were at one of my friend's birthday parties. He was. We were like, <laughs> this has to be like nine or ten years old. And we, for some reason, the parents at the birthday party put on an American Werewolf in London, or Paris, uh, not not London, Paris. But the, is that the, the original? The or remake? The... No, that's okay. the remake with okay. Tom Everett Scott. Okay. <laughs> and we were watching the movie. Watching the movie. And there's one scene where the girl in it is topless. It's like the dream sequence when he's after he gets bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and is she like, all carved this, up? What's that? Is she all carved up too? Because I know those movies uh, that.
3: I don't think so. Not so that one. A, I know in, in the original, like, she gets all fucked up. Yeah. Because so those are like dream. scenes
1: where you're trying to jerk off too, but she's also got like a huge <laughs> fucking jacket <laughs> down the middle of her yeah. chest.
3: And you're <laughs> like, you got to make it work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a professional. That's what I do. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) But anyway, like uh, that that scene plays and all of a sudden everybody in the room gets real quiet for a second. (laughs) And then the parents look over to see what's going on. And I think he caught like the very end of it. And I think he immediately, immediately took me for a snitch because he he turned right to me and he was like he was like was there nudity in that scene and i like i hesitated for like half a second and i was like yeah and and then he like he like Fast-forwarded to make sure there was not going to be any more nudity, but then he just let, kept letting the movie play. So, which is is that movie as violent as the original? Yeah, well, not as not as violent as the original. Like the 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 bad effects make it a lot better for that. But <laughs> well, yeah, he he is. just like immediately could tell that I was a fucking dweeb.
1: <laughs>
4: right. Hey, nerd! Uh,
1: <laughs> is there boobs? <laughs> It was
3: probably the little boner he had. He like, <laughs> yeah, but there were like fifteen kids at that party. He yeah, looked Sim- right at me. The The Simpsons
1: episode where Homer becomes a snitch and he gets a little snitch hat.
6: Yeah, he gets <laughs> a
1: snitch. A, it's a little tiny hat that he wears. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, sorry. Okay, so so the rest of the top ten uh, was Oliver and Company, Land Before Time, My Stepmother Is an Alien, which I think was. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Actually, no. Ernest Saves Christmas.
3: Nice. child's Boy, play,
1: and then wow. Cocoon the Return. Hmm. So with a cu- exception, a couple of them those, that's pretty solid top yeah. ten. All
3: yeah. right, Oliver and Company, yay or nay? I like that movie, but everybody seems to think it's like terrible I, Disney. Movie I've
1: movie. only seen it uh, a couple times, and it was recently because Erica loves that movie. But I think she's brown, <laughs> the same age as you are, so yep. that's probably why I was kind of like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's it's the Billy Joel of Disney movies, literally. <laughs> Because he there. stars in that movie,
3: yeah, 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 and he, he wrote all the music, right? yeah,
1: exactly. So then you get like <laughs> Billy Joel and then Elton John, I don't know, and you, because it gets a little further into it. Anyway, yeah. have you seen that Joe? Uh probably. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a, <laughs> so yeah, there's like, like a dog in it or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. If somebody asked like uh, someone that doesn't listen, like listen to old music, have you ever heard Billy Joel? Probably, yeah. I don't know. There's a dog in it or something. Like,
3: yeah, that's pretty I've Heard the name a lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, anyway, so Twins went on, went on to gross about 112 million in the U.S. and 216 million worldwide, and was one of only six movies from Universal at the time to make over 100 million at the box office domestic domestic box office. Which I tried to look up, but I think the uh, I think the website that I was looking at took inflation I- inflation into account because there were way more than five. But the three that I know for sure were uh, like monster movies. AT, Jaws, Back to the Future. And then the rest of them were smaller movies that were like kind of over. So I'm I'm assuming
3: it took inflation into account, but yeah. When you said monster movies, I thought you meant like like scary (laughs) movies. And I was like, man, you really didn't like E.T., huh? Well, I mean, yeah. That and Jaws. Then you
1: can count Back to the Future. I don't know. Who's the monster (laughs) in that? But (laughs) anyway, uh, okay, let's get in that promotional material. So uh first off before we get to the videos I had uh something I found after Roger Ebert mentioned in it it I had something I found after Robert e- Ro- after Robert Ebert mentioned it in his review nope which is Roger Ebert's <laughs> brother ah <laughs> yeah yeah so he started writing reviews too but they weren't as you know known as Roger Ebert so it's Robert yeah. Ebert <laughs> Yeah, Uh, but it's a promotional poster for the movie, and he mentioned that these were like the huge ones that were would hang on, uh, like to buildings in Hollywood and whatnot, like the huge Mm. banners. But I wanted to show you guys those real fast because they're uh, they're kind of clever, actually. Hmm.
3: Did they like find a really tall building and a really short building? So that's actually a good idea. But no, they so basically (laughs) what they did
1: was they uh, just it's it's very simple, which is like the best. Thing for advertising, but uh, mm. it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger standing in that suit that they wear in the movie, yeah. And it says Devito above him, and then with <laughs> with uh Devito, it says Schwarzenegger above him, which is probably a little funnier. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but it's it's just clever <laughs> clever marketing yeah. stuff. But yeah. Uh. So anyway, let's watch some videos. So we'll start off with Arnold promoting the movie on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. He's setting up the clip that they're about to watch from the movie, and he mentions the love scene that he has with Kelly Preston. That lucky son of a bitch but uh <laughs> anyway so here's
5: this it's not the singing scene this is a scene that you're gonna see which is where danny is teaching me how to waltz the waltz the waltz yes because you play brothers and we play you know the twins and i uh, he's telling me that the night is the night where i have my first date uh-huh. and uh, i of course play a virgin in this movie and uh, so you see, <laughs> you see in this film that was kind of a stretch for you, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, it
4: was.
1: Uh, <laughs> it, it was a terrible. By the way, this <laughs> is one of like two interviews where it's meant it's like made very clear that he's plays a virgin, and it's how like out of like he was like, oh, can you believe he's playing a virgin? And the other one was like an HBO uh, behind the scenes thing, and and guess what? Arnold's also playing a virgin, and they're like, <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> Oh, you know, the
5: 1980s where he, he's macho, I'm not a virgin. And yeah. I also had my first love scene. It was really funny as a matter of fact because my, my wife was at home and at night when I came home and she said to me, she says, so how was it your love scene yeah. with this Kelly Preston? And of course, I'm no fool. Yeah. I said, it was terrible. terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> work, work, work. It was such hard work, work, you know? And then, you know, something else, they had the stunt guy do all the work for oh, me God. i had nothing to do with it you know, all this kind of thing stuff so. okay but, uh, he's teaching me how to dance that's what you're seeing in, watch in the, the monitor
1: <laughs> enjoy how impatient johnny carson is
3: yeah <laughs> he's like i <laughs> oh, tell okay. he does not have the same relationship with carson that he has with Leno. <laughs> no like
1: uh he's like oh okay well uh he keeps kind of interrupting to start the thing he's like w-. yeah but uh anyway so uh yeah that's the first one uh it's yeah the whole like it could I could be a virgin, but you know, come on, a virgin. I'm not a virgin. <laughs> the only thing I pump more than the than the iron is my schnitzel brau into M- Maria's uber lindo. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. uh, next clip is another Carson clip. This time from Danny DeVito. His interview was a little better because you can actually tell that Carson feels a little more comfortable with them. So he's not he's joking around a little bit more. He's not. Uh, it's like a conversation instead of like an interview.
3: How old is Johnny Carson? It, well, he's got to I mean, be—he's dead. So <laughs> he's still aging. He's like, just—you know—like in the in the late eighties, he's got to be what in his sixties, seventies. Yeah,
1: I think he retired in in his sixties, and so yeah, so like yeah. in sixties, right around here.
3: I'm just wondering if that's why he's uncomfortable around Arnold. It's well, how, how got, much like, older World War Two shit going through his brain? <laughs> Okay. What? Fair enough. <laughs> I, I said I was wondering if he just has, still has World War Two shit running through his brain. <laughs> <laughs> just like calling him a kraut in his head the whole time. <laughs> I Not mean, even Raven German <laughs> Austrian. <laughs> so, okay.
1: So, yeah. Uh, so, they're joking around a bit more, but let's watch this clip. It's basically just a clip to set up the story that I want to read you from Arnold's book, which is great.
6: Yeah. You and Schwarzenegger? It's a, yeah. it's a wonderful concept. Oh, it's it's a great, uh, great concept. Uh, Arnold and I playing twins. We are separated <laughs> at birth. You know, he's raised on a tropical island. I'm raised as a – I think I'm an orphan and I'm in – in uh, in uh, the city and uh, and uh, we come together. And at first, I was a little bit, uh, you know, Arnold's Arnold's always wanted to do a comedy, but he's never really done a comedy. You know? Well, people so, wouldn't think of no. it, you no. Know? I mean, he's uh, done well. You know, in the movies, he's done like these kind of lines in there, like "I'll be back" and uh, <laughs> "Tongue and". Sh- you know? <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, things- <laughs> That uh, funny, yeah. i be he, back. Yeah, very funny, you know, and he's got a great he's sense of get, humor. he the And, ages, uh, apparently. You know, and then <laughs> after Ivan Reitman, who directed the picture, he called and he said, he pitched the idea to me. And I had read, like, after that, really, shortly after that, that, that Arnold, uh, you know, studied with Milton Berle, for, took a comedy class from Milton Berle. Oh, Can you yeah. imagine this? And so I was To learn did, how to deliver lines. Yeah, but. you know, I mean, uh, you know, the, the worst thing that could happen is he would show up in a gingham dress. <laughs> <you> know, like, <laughs> to work. And uh, so I figured it was a good Walking thing. Walking on and, the sides of his feet, you know, that would yeah, be a little weird. You know, try um, to get the cigar out of his mouth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The, the cool thing about the interview is that they uh, they mentioned right before that is that the movie hasn't even come out or it just came out or it's coming out in two days, something like that. But when they watch the clip, they, the audience goes like they love the clip. Oh, really? uh, yeah, it's 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 nothing great. It's just the uh, when he when Arnold shows up to the prison and or the jail or whatever, and he keeps trying to talk to him, mm. and he's not using the phone. That's so a Danny, pretty
3: good gag, the phone gag.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, but the audience because they've never seen it before, and it's he's uh-huh. like Johnny Carson, but on both this interview and the other interview, is just super impressive. Like that's this is a great concept for a for a movie. Yeah,
3: definitely.
1: And he keeps he keeps mentioning both of them. But okay, so. So anyway, so yeah, according to Arnold's book, apparently Milton Burrow actually did mentor him a bit, and there's a whole chapter about it, but I wanted to read one specific passage or whatever where he talks about when he first began learning timing and why jokes are structured the way they are. So he says, he became my comedy mentor. He used to encourage me by saying, you being funny with your accent is twice as big a deal as me being funny. They expect me to be funny. He taught me a lot about how to deliver jokes, how to play down the humor, and not stress the punchline too much. Uh, I would ask him how to pick jokes to lighten up a serious situation and tie them in so the humor seems organic. I learned how if you're doing stand-up, nothing has to tie together at all. Which, by the way, I've been doing comedy just a like, Not I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, like, as a reference for people listening. <laughs> I've been doing comedy in one form or another for almost 15 years. And I got to say, that's pretty much 99% of the comics. That's not true at all. Like, you can't just, like, doing stand-up and nothing has to tie together. Like, it, yeah. unless you're a one-liner. Comic, Mm -hmm. there's no, and and on top of that, don't stress the punchline too much. Yeah, that's the punchline. So you're supposed to, like, that's kind of the main part of the joke. Yeah. But I'm not sure if Milton Burrow was a one line guy, which I think he might have been. I, whenever you, whenever you're saying that, I just think
2: of Wilford Brimley. I don't know why. I, I it's, I mean, (laughs) they're pretty, (laughs) you take
1: away that, you add a mustache and like, you got Wilford Brimley. So, yeah. But I'm pretty, go ahead.
2: Oh, I just got to Google Milton. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Once you, once you see him, you'll recognize him. Uh, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that Milton Burrow was the wrong person asked because, like, uh, for advice, like writing advice, because he was a notorious joke thief. Oh, like, really? Big time, yeah. Which Arnold will <laughs> mention in like a minute. I'm gonna mention, but like, yeah, he was like a big time. Jeez. He would go to clubs and stuff to to get people <laughs> stuff. Wow, what a dick. Yep. It was a lot easier back then.
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: But uh, yeah, Joe, recognize? No, uh. Maybe as, like, an old man. Yeah, as the old man, for sure. Yeah. Because that's when uh, he was, uh, yeah. He's on that episode of Fresh
3: Prince. He's on the episode of Fresh Prince, he is. He's also in (laughs) Pee-Wee's Big
1: Adventure, too. He is. Yeah, for, like, a second. He gets him into the studio when he's trying to get in the studio. So he's like, damn it, I keep seeing a bug flying around. I'm going to fucking murder you when I find you. Anyway. (laughs) So, sorry. (laughs) So... uh, I, I, I. it's like a big like bug where you know it's gonna give you a fucking bite too.
4: Mm. I'm like,
1: oh my god! Once I find you, motherfucker! And he keeps just <laughs> jumping around. I've killed two of them already, and I keep filling stuff on me. You know when there's a bu- like <laughs> yeah, a mosquito yeah. in the house and you keep filling shit on you, and you're like,
3: yep. fuck.
1: Anyway, so uh, yeah, he's in that part from Baby's *Big Adventure* where he's trying to sneak in the studio, and he, there's a guy telling a joke, and he's like, ah, like laughing behind the crowd.
3: Oh as, yeah, yeah. As he's
1: walking in. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's that's Milton Burrow. but so anyway so back to the uh, book so Arnold continues by saying uh, first you make a few jokes about whatever's in the news like Jay Leno does then you pick some people in the audience and work them over and you make them make sure to throw in some jokes on yourself and take the curse off the fact that you're making fun of other people which is a dick move (laughs) like I I, like some comics do do that but I I don't know you have to be very good at that to do that because otherwise you just seem like an asshole yeah but uh, so anyway, so he says, uh, often Milton would coach me on timing. You get a lot of, so Milton, Milton Berle said, you get a lot of awards when you're a star and a lot of them are irrelevant, but you still have to give an acceptance speech. So here's what you do. You say, I've gotten many awards, but this one for me, and, and you have to get all emotional right here and make like you're choking up. This one for me is the most recent. See, you show the emotion you got, uh, you get the audience going the other way. And that's Milton Burl for you. That's why he steals jokes apparently. I'm assuming because <laughs> even that's not that's not original. So uh, so anyway, so uh, he Arnold says that uh, Berle wrote his own jokes. The Milton Berle show was the biggest and longest running program in, on TV in the early days. But he was also famous for stealing from everyone else. Jack Benny once accused uh, him of stealing a joke from. Well, was once accused of stealing a joke from Burl, and he said, "Quote: When you take a joke away from Mil- Milton Burl, it's not stealing; it's repossessing." Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, so I guess it's okay in Arnold's situation because he wasn't working on his comedic timing. He like he was he was working on his comedic timing. He wasn't working on like material. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't trying to write jokes. Yeah, exactly. So and I do remember uh, Milton Berle being good with that. So like if you're just working yeah. on your timing, it's good to get yeah from the comedian. Anyway, last part is the best part. So Arnold says uh, his biggest frustration with, frustration with me was the way I always went over the top. <laughs> Sorry. Just Anyway, so he was helping me get ready once for a roast that he couldn't attend. On that occasion, I was the person to be roasted, and Milton was giving me jokes to use when my turn came to respond to the other speakers. Uh, Don't burn, just singe, Milton said, reminding me of this old rule about roast. I didn't pay much attention. (laughs) 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 One of the jokes he gave me was about uh, comedian Henry Youngman, who was like the take my wife, please, guy. Mm. So Henry had a uh, so the joke was Henry has a weight problem, but it's not really a weight problem. It's just water retention. He's yeah, he's retaining Lake Mead. So that's what Milton Berle wrote for him on the night of the. So this is what Arnold says on the night of the roast. During my turn to speak, I gestured toward towards Henry and said, "Look at this fat pig. <laughs> Look at this fat pig. But he's not really fat. He just has a water retention problem." <laughs> When I read that, it's cracking
3: up, I was like, "What the fuck?" Not even swinging him a miss. Like, Look at this fat pig with his forty-eight percent body fat. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I thought of this last time I read it too. Uh,
1: so Milton's friends from the Friar Club knew he'd been coaching me, and the next day they called him up. How could you tell Arnold to call Henry a fat pig? <laughs> Milton said, "I should call the club members who have who were offended and apologize." Uh he says, quote, I thought by going beyond what was written on the card it would be funnier. I told them, but I I know it was against the rules, and I'm sorry. So yeah. Just like yeah. gets up there, he's like, Come on, he's he's a big fat pig. Look yeah. at him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to explain
3: his actions away. Yeah. yeah. They weren't you laughing? Ever notice <laughs> but, how men leave the toilet seat up? That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same just, situation.
4: Just
1: after, <laughs> after, the look at look at this fat pig. That's the joke. joke. Come on <laughs> Yeah, the, I have a note that says the whole story reminded me of the sabotage. He yeah. so
2: fat like a pig. <laughs> that's well, the
4: joke. Also, you suck McBain!
1: I, <laughs> I I by the way, that's definitely one of the uh one of the uh the bonus ones we gotta do yeah just like like all the McBain, uh, just like all the McBain stuff because it Mm -hmm. it can't be more than a half hour yeah i don't think so So, uh anyway especially like the movie because if you apparently if you put them all together it ends up being a movie yeah Yeah. but uh anyway so i i also have a note that says i had this bit when i was doing stand-up about how almost everyone has at least one friend who just has a bad sense of humor (laughs) and doesn't understand how jokes work what makes things funny so basically they're just like a joke killer Mm-hmm. so so like for example like we all okay so we'd all be going to the movies and Joe would trip over curb and we all start joking with him like oh have a nice trip and then like one of our other friends would be like oh yeah see you next fall and the friend with the bad sense of humor would chime in with like way to go you stupid fucking idiot <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: good yep. job dumb fuck and you're like and it just take the air out of the, like the situation yeah, you're just, like okay well yeah. we're done with that
2: well the funny part is right. in this situation I'd be the one tripping but I'm also that guy so,
1: in your, your situation, That's it gets you'd have so awkward. To, yeah, you'd have to. He's fucking you have yelling
3: at himself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you walk over to like a, a mirror or, or the glass and you're like, good job, you fucking asshole.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ, man. Take it easy, <laughs> bro. Dude, chill. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, usually that guy we have to tell, like chill out. Like that was Arnold before he uh, <laughs> yeah. worked on the comedic timing. Yeah. <laughs> like, good job, you. F- yeah. With your five percent, two. 40% or 80% body fat. <laughs> That's why you, <laughs> you fall down be- hard. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Anyway, moving on. I also mentioned to both you guys that I was trying to find a clip, like a, an old Saturday, Saturday Night Live bit, specifically the cold open from when Danny DeVito hosted. And I honestly could not find it, which sucked. Guy wanted to mention, which sucked, because it was supposed to be of the Hans and Franz sketch. But special thing, we recreated it ourselves. So roll that uh, clip. (laughs) Well, I looked for a few hours and even the episode that's on Peacock, because Joe mentioned like, or sorry, Chris mentioned that they have (laughs) old episodes on Peacock and it doesn't have it. So then I told a friend he found the full episode in like three minutes.
4: (laughs) What? Really?
1: (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, he's like this. I'm like, yeah, how the fuck? Oh, yeah. Because it was on archive.org. And I always forget to look on there for old stuff.
3: I don't even know what that
1: is. So website, it's just like it's, it's like the Wayback Machine <laughs> sort of thing. Oh, okay. But I think oh, it's okay. like more like it's got more stuff on there. So uh, quick setup. This sketch is called like the the whole premise of the sketch. It's it's uh, called pumping up with Hans and Franz, and it's mm-hmm. basically just Dana Carvey and Kevin Nillen doing Schwarzenegger impressions. Mm-hmm. Which is just stupidly funny for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. But,
3: down I mean, down yeah. to the gap in the teeth too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they have like a,
1: they they gap their teeth too. They're 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 uh they're padded. They're wearing pads yeah. to make they're them look. They're wearing
3: these all... giant sweatsuits full of padding to make them look like <laughs> yeah, cartoonishly just, muscled.
1: Yeah, just gray gray uh sweatsuits. But yeah, uh so anyway. I mean Schwarzenegger impressions are always gold.
3: Like, yeah. Is good. And
1: Dana Carvey's really good at it. I've seen mm-hmm. this like four times.
0: I am back, Arnold. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe how properly pumped up you really are. <laughs> yeah, you're the embodiment of perfect pomposity. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Relax, fellows. <laughs> relax, bro. Hey, Arnold, look at this. Yeah. How about this? Oh, you guys make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you have to do. Like this. (laughs) That's the way you do it. Look at you guys. How pitiful losers you are. You know something? I hate the way you guys talk.
4: What's the matter with you?
0: I mean, I sent you over here from Austria to become real hardcore terminators, and look what you are, little termites. I wanted you to become real running men. Look what you are, girly men. Oh, come on. You make me (laughs) sick. and look at those legs they look like little skinny sticks uh, and those buttocks soft like marshmallow <laughs> lucky we don't have a campfire here in the background <laughs> <And leave> me. <laughs> yeah, uh, believe me. Uh, what's the matter uh, no it's no use I'll, compared to you we are losers not even a grown-up kind, little baby. Little yeah. Thing. <laughs> now, you could very easily flick us with your littlest finger and send us flying across the room until we landed in our own baby poop. I know. I know, you're right. But uh, don't go down yourself too much now. Listen to me now and believe me later. It doesn't matter how much you pump up those muscles, as long as you reach the full pump potential. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I th- Yeah, I think I understand, Arnold. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Arnold. You have given us something to hear now, and something to think about later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now hear this, live from New York. It's Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
3: nice. That was good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So yeah, that's that. And then uh, I have one last one, which is super short, and this one is honestly my favorite one, and quite possibly one of my favorite things in the world. (laughs) Uh, This is a real commercial that used to air in the early 90s, promoting the fact that Twins was going to be on TV. So this version is from uh, WPIX in New York, but it also used to play on KTLA, which is um, Fox LA, one of the LA stations, which is where I saw it when I was young. But anyway, I'm gonna to have to describe this after it's done because it's weird, really weird. Otherwise, <laughs>
0: meet Ami, who's buff most everywhere from bulging arms to belly air. But Danny, he is short and round and genetically unsound. I <laughs> dance <laughs> and go <laughs> <your laughs> twins, as you can see. Why watch another movie? When you can see two of them... Twins! <laughs> my lady on channel 11. <laughs> Seriously, guys?
1: That... <laughs> Uh I still whenever I see that twins is on, I still sing that song. <laughs> like not not the whole just that just the end part. Like I still remember that song, like the We Brothers, Identical twins, as you can see, by watching another movie when you could see two of me. And there's been a couple times like, what the fuck are you saying? I'm like, I don't know, it's a commercial that you see on. And no one remembers it. I think I think one of our friends, Joe and our friends, Ben, has seen it before. He's like, Oh yeah, I remember that. That just went been all the time. But And then one of my other friends, but I was like, yeah. It just, I love that.
2: I, I would
3: not believe you if you had told me that without showing it to me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't think I had access to it.
1: that channel back at that time, so I
2: don't that, remember. That makes it.
1: sense. I was like, I was going to ask you if you'd seen it, but I figured, I'm like, Joe didn't have cable or anything, so. <laughs> well, that was, what, early 90s, so that was back in the that day. That was, ni- yeah, 93, I think it says on there.
2: Yeah, that was back huh. in the day when we had one and a half channels, so. And KTLA wasn't one of them. I guess
1: not. Yeah. Whatever Murphy Brown was on. NBC, I think. Yep. NBC. Unless you're watching reruns and some random channel. But yeah. I oh, mean, that song just gets stuck. in. We brothers. I don't know. I, I didn't know it had a whole beginning to it either. I'm sure they <laughs> cut it down to like... Yeah, yeah, just like the the short part of it, but it always yeah. used to play, and it got stuck in my head all the time. And I was like, "The song is so good. yes, the twin song is on again, sweet."
3: <laughs> okay, that's definitely not Arnold, right?
1: No, 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 no. Okay, sorry. Okay, I so like, basically, I just making sorry, sure I was supposed to describe it too. So basically, the commercial is just uh, like a commercial you'd see, which they don't do anymore. Like, granted, for, for, yeah. for, for well, I mean, I guess they do. It's just not like that anymore. I.
3: Well, they don't make a big deal out of it because there's so many channels and there's so many movies on.
1: Yeah, but if like, all or like on like on TBS or something like that, they're like, "Oh, this is the, like with Marvel movies. This Marvel yeah. movie's playing on or Star Wars. It's usually just clips, but yeah. uh, every now and then you do, and those are the good ones because you're like, "Oh, they're making a joke of it." But yeah, it was yeah. basically just clips from the movie, and then someone with like doing an Arnold Arnold impression and singing yeah. a song. <laughs>
3: Which was and else. It was like a sing-along, by the way. It yeah. had a little bouncing ball on the bottom yeah. of the screen so you could read the words. <laughs> I
1: wonder if there was somebody was like, no one's going to know what you're saying. We'll put a bouncing ball in uh-huh. there. Uh-
3: but anyway, so yeah, that's
1: the uh, end of the... Uh, that's all I got for the, the promo stuff.
3: I like how they had to put in there that DeVito was genetically inferior. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. yeah as genetically you can see,
1: inferior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah, it's just a good commercial. That's,
1: that's, uh, the, yep. that's the 80s for you, yeah. it's a catchy ass song, or the 90s. Sorry, 93. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, that that's all I got for that.
3: So, is that that's all the production? That's stuff? yeah, that's sorry, yes,
1: that and that's all I got. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, that let's go watch the movie, I guess.
2: Yeah, cool. for real this time. Let's not, yeah, let's definitely not for real do the summary without actually watching the movie because that'd be just remembering yeah yeah it's like, I oh,
1: could...
2: was it, like <laughs> uh... wait didn't he that would just be the running man episode yeah <laughs> <laughs> which by the way if anybody's interested that episode exists but uh we need that sweet patreon money but it's out there <laughs> for our mm-hmm. big fans so
3: we don't give it up for free
2: yeah i mean i do but <laughs> oh oh, the episode oh yeah, yeah. um if you ask nicely and gave us a lot of money, would give too. <laughs> <laughs> or even a little um, bit of money. But- yeah, or any fucking money. Just give us money, goddammit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, All right. yes, that that's it.
2: Alright, so next episode we'll be going through this summary, so we'll actually be watched... Be watched? <laughs> <laughs> be Maybe. watched the movie. Yeah, we're going to watch the movie. We so, will have been watching
6: the movie. Yes. <laughs>
3: possibly while we're doing the
2: episode, that'd be weird, but, you know.
3: That's... That- that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it in real time. <laughs> yeah. I refuse to watch this movie <laughs> yeah. until the episode yeah. records.
2: Uh, and then Arnold's like, uh, he's, he's like running down the street, and then DeVito like gets in the car, and then oh, they like high fived, and now there's like a shot
1: of L.A. Like, dude, this episode. Wait, now, sucks. He's, now he's at a, a theater and he's looking at a. Why is he looking at that that Stallone poster? Always laughing at it. Oh yeah, yeah. i Stallone. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then just skip it. Skip it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Um.
2: That probably won't happen. But um. Yeah. So just tune in next week or whatever. and yeah,
1: well, <laughs> You know, what, that's that's a good that's a good way to put that's that it. because yep. yeah, because uh, yeah, it could be next week or it could just be whenever, whenever,
4: uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Shit, whenever we feel side.
3: like it. we don't know you nothing. Yeah.
2: Or you could <laughs> be listening to this uh, episode in the future and like all you got to do is just like click next. So, you know, it doesn't have to be next week for you. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah I'm going to stop rambling and uh I'm just going to say
0: the party Richter.